0: You've tuned in to Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that the messages provide an atmosphere for growth and grace in your relationship with Christ and an opportunity for you to gather together in community, whether online or in person. Now let's go into the message. So I'm going to give you a word out of the Gospel of John. When you have it, say amen. Amen. So we are in the Gospel of John, the first verse. We find these words recorded in the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him, not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Let's go down to verse 10. He was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave power. Somebody say power. To become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Verse number 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Before you take your seat, do me a favor, reach to somebody, look at somebody dead in the eye and say there's power in connection. If I could for a few moments, i want to talk to you this morning from that very topic as you take your seats. There's power in connection. You see, we live in a generation of people who believe that uh, if you're not networking, you're not going to be successful. We live in a generation of people who believe that if you're not well connected, you cannot be successful. And we connect ourselves to people who are going what we would like to be. Have you ever been there where you hang out with people who are sitting in a seat in which you desire for your own life? It's all about connections. Sometimes your resume can't get you in the door. But if you know somebody, you can get a position or you can get a, a, a face-to-face interview based upon the relationship you have with a connection, not your skills or your talents. So when I look at this particular text, what I see here is that when we look at this particular season, we know that Jesus came to the world in the manger. He was there in the manger, and the three wise men came, and unto us a child was born, a son is given. We know that story, but why did he come? When we look at Jesus, Jesus has come in order to connect us to the Father. That's the whole reason why Jesus came down from glory. That's the whole reason why Jesus came down. He came down, one, to die, but he also came to make sure that we have an eternal connection with the Father who's in heaven. So as we're looking at this particular text, what we see here is the Christmas season is all about the birth of Jesus, but the birth of Jesus is all about connecting us to the Father. Jesus was or is our eternal connection. Jesus is the very one who God sent in order. See, 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 the Bible says that you can't come to the Father unless you come through him. You see, Jesus is that connection. Without Jesus, church doesn't matter. Without Jesus, us coming here to Harvard Avenue, it doesn't matter. If Jesus is not here, all we're doing is we're going through a ritual and we're going through a a motion, but yet we're not ever getting closer to God. Without reading our word, without getting into our Bible, we have to understand that we never know who Jesus truly is because he is, I know this generation calls it the plug. He's the one that will connect us. We're gonna start slow. We're gonna stay on the runway for a little while, but I promise you we're gonna take off. He is that connection. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. My very first point is this, our connection is fed from an eternal source. The other day, I'm coming right back, Jermaine. The other day, I had this, I brought this from my house. It's gonna help me preach a little bit. I brought this from my house. And I was talking to my children. And what I did was, as I was talking, I was doing like this. And my kids let me do it. And I was really fussing at my children. And in the middle of fussing, my son said, "Daddy." The vacuum's not on, because I was just doing the motion. But when we look at Jesus, we got to understand something. Our life is just like that vacuum cleaner. We're trying to work. We're trying to clean it up. You see, the vacuum cleaner has a purpose, but are we connected to a power source? That vacuum has absolutely nothing that it can do without being connected to the very source that gives, us, gives it the ability of its purpose. Jesus is that eternal connection. Matthew 6 and 33 says this. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be what? Added unto you. Oh, I'm in my groove now. Okay. So what we have to understand when we look at Jesus is when we come into the body of Christ, the very first thing we should be looking for is not a position, is not a place, but it's the kingdom of God because it's the kingdom of God that is the connection that we need to go to an eternal place with Jesus. But what happens is many times we don't seek after the kingdom, we seek after the church. And the church doesn't have any power outside of the kingdom of God. And if we don't get into the kingdom, we'll never see the full manifestation of his glory. The church is not important if Jesus is not important to us. The church has no power without the God of the church who is Jesus. We have gotten to the point where, 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 where the church is no longer our central focus, but it's about coming to a religious experience. How many times have we come into the house of God and come into the, uh, the place of, of worship and never worshiped? How many times do we come in? I got some feedback up here, but how many times do we come in and we raise our hand but we never connect to God? When's the last time you had a connection? When's the last time you had an eternal connection with God? When was the last time we had an eternal uh, connection with Christ? When was the last time we truly sought after the kingdom and not the things that should be added? Because many times we want to be rich. Many times we want to be successful. Many times we want to have uh, the, the very things that God gives, but we don't want the God of the things. There's power in connection. There's power when we connect with the kingdom. There are some benefits of being kingdom citizens. If we connect with the kingdom, we have to understand we are connecting with the God of the kingdom. Everything in the earth belongs to him. Everything in the world belongs to him. It's him that gives us life. It's him that gives us being. It's him that gives us our our, our will to live. It's him. The Bible says in, in, in in, in the book of Philippians, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So if it's through him, if it's through him that I have my power, I have to realize something. There is absolutely nothing that I can do that is worth of anything if I'm not connected to the Father. See, I'm talking to Christians right now. I ain't talking about to those out in the street. I'm talking to those who claim to be believers. Because if we're a believer in Christ but don't have the Christ, are we truly believers as we say we are? We probably won't shout today, but it's all good. Pastor Mario will be back next week. You can shout then. I can do all things through Christ. Christ is the conduit in which I can do anything. Christ is the only way that I can do anything. I can do all things through him. You see the vacuum may look good, the vacuum may look like it can do it, but the vacuum cannot do anything if it's not connected to a power source. Each and every one of us have a cord each and every one of us have a way that we can, can plug into the kingdom each and every one of us have a purpose but we also have a way to plug in but how many of us are not using our cores correctly how many of us are going through the motions i wake up i say i pray but i really don't believe god i wake up i go to work i act like a christian but i really don't believe that i'm a christian i go through the motions because i've never felt God in the last couple weeks. I'm going through the motion and from a distance it looks like I'm doing something but I'm doing absolutely nothing. From a distance my church thinks I'm on fire. From a distance my church thinks I have the glory. From a distance my church thinks I'm anointed but really I'm faking it because I've learned how to be a church citizen but I haven't learned how to be a kingdom citizen. It was very important to me this morning to tell you that me and my wife got into a Disagreement, because sometimes in the church we want everybody to be perfect. But the kingdom allows you to operate in your imperfections and he still walks with you, he still talks with you, and he still tells you he's your own. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being an imperfect person because if I was perfect, I would have no need for Jesus, who's the only perfect one. But when I understand that my connection through Jesus makes my spirituality perfect and not my flesh perfect, I begin to realize there's absolutely nothing the devil can condemn me for because yes, I'm imperfect because now I know that I need Jesus because of those imperfections. Am I talking to anybody in here this morning? That understands, and I just want to let you know that you can come to church and be broken. You can come to church and not work properly. You can come to church and everything is not correct. Because if you come to church and you're real before God, God now has a connection with you that where he can heal you, he can deliver you, he can set you free. Church, stop trying to look perfect when we know we're not. We are in a season where Jesus has come to the earth, uh, come to the earth, that way he can heal our imperfections. But Jesus can't do it if we're not honest before him. Because I can read my Bible all day long and I can walk all day long and I can speak in tongues and sing hymns and I can do all of that. But at the end of the day, this mouth sometimes ain't really as saved as it needs to be. Because if you catch me at the right spot at the right time, there may be some stuff that come out of here that don't sound like Jesus. But that doesn't mean that Jesus is not still in my heart. Why? Because I have a connection to the cross. And when you have a connection to the cross, God allows you to be imperfect and still walk in his perfectness. We have to seek after his kingdom. Because it's in his kingdom that we are now transformed. It's in his kingdom that as we walk. The Bible talks about some lepers and it talks about how when Jesus was there they said, Lord have mercy on me and Jesus healed them of leprosy and it didn't say that he healed them in the moment it said as they went they begin to change. Your walk with Christ is as you went and somebody has to come back and celebrate him for what he's doing in your life. Never believe that because he said it today it has to happen in this moment yes it can but there are some things that God is going to do along your journey the thing is you got to have a connection with him when you're sick and you got to have a connection with him when you are healed. because sometimes we could get connected to Christ and we get delivered and we forget about him we plug in and pull our plug never trying to have a true life with Christ Never having, trying to have true deliverance with Christ. Never truly trying to have a life that is cast out. If you're taking those, write this down. Point number two, motion doesn't equal results. The Bible says in, in John uh, 15, 5, we have that John 15, 5. It says this. We don't have that. Okay, John 15, 5. Let me get it. It's up to John 15, 5. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can what? Do nothing. Motion doesn't equal effectiveness. Motion doesn't equal results. Motion is just motion. If I am not connected to the vine, I'm not bringing forth any fruit of goodness. He says, I am the vine. You are something that branches off of me. And if we are ever to bring forth fruit, church, we got to stay connected to Christ. Jesus came in order for us to bear fruit in the earth that the world might see it and come to who he is. Motion doesn't equal results. We're living in a generation where people say that church doesn't work anymore and they're worshiping crystals and they got good vibes. I don't need good vibes, I need the Holy Ghost. You can keep your good vibes because vibes change. Vibes are wavelengths in the earth. Vibes change, but the Holy Ghost has never changed. We we live and we want to worship crystals and we walk around with crystals in our pocket and stuff like that because it makes me feel good. What happened is we have disconnected from the very one who has given us life. For in him there is life. For in him there is joy. For in him there is goodness. What has happened is we have gotten bored with God and we have tried to put our faith in rocks. Because that's all it is. It's a rock. But I want to let you know that if you don't praise him, the very rock that you're walking around in your pocket will come out and praise the name of the Lord. The rock that you are worshiping, the rock that you are walking around with has enough sense inside of it to know that, baby, if you don't praise him, I'll praise him myself. We act like the crystal has power. The crystal ain't got power. The Christ has power. Motion. Doesn't equal results. Just because you're active doesn't mean that you're connected. I can take this vacuum and I can walk all around this stage. I can walk around this church, but nothing changes. Every piece of dirt still going to be on the ground. Nothing changes. Motion doesn't equal results. But if I find a source of power, how do I change my motion? I find power. The Bible says in Acts 1 and 8, after this, you shall receive power. How do I get my purpose to work? I find a source. That means I got to look for something. I got to be like the song says, as the deer panted for the water, my soul shall thirst after thee. Where is the source? Where is the power? You've got to find the kingdom of God. That's how life is going to change. That's how life is going to give you the glory. Because when I find power, I find purpose. What well, are we going to get out of here real early? Well, I've been preaching for five minutes. I got five more. Point number three, purpose is only fulfilled when it is connected to its source of power. You cannot walk in purpose if you don't have a source. What you're doing is a hobby. What you're doing is something that you like. But when you have power, you can get in the argument in the morning and still come and worship God. When you have power, you can get in the car wreck on the way to church and you say, you know what, y'all deal with that. I'll walk the rest of the way. When you seek after power, you find that just like this vacuum, I can push buttons, I can make it do it, but all it's going to do is going to act like a servant. But if I ever go and I actually find a source of power, all I got to do is find something I can connect to. The songwriter says Jesus came from Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. This extension cord has no power on its own. What it has to do, it has to be plugged into a source. You got to understand something. Jesus came to be that bridge for the earth and the heavens. Jesus came to be that very cord that we need in order to reach the power source that God has given us. Because without the cord, I'll never reach the source. But if I take my hand of praise and I plug it into my purpose, eventually, I hope this plug works. I didn't check it. But eventually, y'all hear that? My purpose is now fulfilled. The vacuum can do its job because it has found a source of power. And I want to let you know that if you have purpose over your life, in order to do your job, you have to first be connected to a source of power. Because otherwise, all you're doing is going through the motions. I wish I had a church that would believe that Jesus is still almighty. I wish I had a church to believe that Jesus is still powerful. I wish I had a church to believe that Jesus still has the same blood. His blood has the same power that it did 2,021 years ago. I wish I had a church that would believe that Jesus is still coming from Calvary in order to save a wretch like you and me. I wish I had a church that believed that Jesus is still the Alpha. He's still the Omega. Jesus is still who he says he is. He still has power. All I got to do is connect to it. Our purpose is to honor God. Our purpose is to walk with God. He created us that we may honor Him. And it's in that honor that we see our purpose manifest. What is it that God has called? Somebody asked me the other day, How do I know what God has called me to be? What you've been called to do is only activated when you tap into Jesus. I have a power box in my house. When our power went out about two o'clock in the morning, it came back on. Everything that was connected to that box came back on when that power came on. At three o'clock in the morning, the whole house lights up. The whole this was this was a couple months ago, but the whole house lit up to the point where I had to go and I had to cut stuff off because I think what happened was squirrels chewed through some wires in our attic and we had somebody come and restore and everything that was on before that came back on. Why? Because everything went out when the power was disconnected. You want to know why it ain't working for you no more? Are you connected to the box? Are you connected to the kingdom? Or are you just going through the motions? Are you just going through what you know how to do? Are you going through the thing that you're good at? Because just because you're good at it doesn't mean that God is in it. Just because you can preach, just because you can pray, just because you can sing doesn't mean that the anointing is on it. Because I've met some people who can't sing a lick, but the anointing hit it and folk begin to get saved, delivered, and set free. Just because you have a gift doesn't mean that God is in it. Are you connected to the power? When his power hits and it comes back on, what turns on in you? What turns on when the Holy Ghost hits the house of God? What turns on when we say, I just want to be with you? Is there something inside of you that says, yeah, I want to be with you too? Yeah. Or is there something inside of you say, oh, that sounds like a nice song? Because what we've done is we've replaced God with entertainment. We've replaced power with entertainment. You want church to be good? Entertain the folk. But if you come... And ever get to a point in God where I can say church was good and absolutely nothing happened but somebody got saved. You've now tapped into the power of Christ. Because he didn't come for us to shout and dance. He came for us to live and be free. He didn't come in order for us to say, whoo, we had a good time in church today. He came that we can say, whoo, my life got changed today. Because that's the power we need. That's the connection. Last week, I was preaching at a church, and I thought I was about to preach on pews, and I thought I was going to do that here, but I guess that ain't what God had. But if I could tell you anything before I take my seat, it's this. God wants to restore our connection. God wants to reconnect with us. God wants to walk with us. He wants to live with us. He wants to be our very own. When we wake up in the morning, he wants us to be like, God, I thank you for waking up this morning. Because how many of you know that there are some people who went to bed last night that ain't with us this morning? Our purpose is to worship him. Our purpose is to find his source. Our purpose is to be with him. How many of you want to go to heaven? Everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to go right now, right? How many of us want to go to heaven? But check this out. This old school church, I know it is. I remember my great-grandmother saying this. You can't get to heaven if you ain't got to Jesus first. Our connection is through Jesus. So as I close, and I'm going to take my seat. What's this, 12 minutes? As I take my seat. I'm going to say this, the power of connection is seeking the kingdom. That's what God wants for us. Seek my kingdom first. Seek my kingdom. The power of connection is, just go- is not going through the motions, but it's being effectively used by God. What is it that God has spoken over your life that needs, you to, that needs to be birthed in the earth? What is it that God has said to you that needs to be birthed? What is it that God has spoke of your life that you have been setting on the back burner because you don't want to connect with him? You don't want to sell out. You don't want to give him your whole life. God doesn't just want your Sunday morning. He wants your Monday through Sunday. If you want to have a true connection, you got to give him everything. You can't plug up and leave. You can't plug up and, and, and get charged up and leave. Eventually, your battery will die. And I would hope the Lord don't come when our batteries are dead. I would hope he doesn't take us home when we're disconnected from him. I hope he wouldn't take us home because the Bible says that there are going to be many who get there and say, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. And he said, he's going to say, depart from me, for I knew you not. I know that we don't preach heaven and hell anymore, but because, because we've gotten to the point where we think that grace will cover us, grace won't cover you in, 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 in purpose, purpose disobedience. You can't be purposely disobedient and expect grace to cover you. you got to plug into the blood of Jesus. you got to plug into the word of God. Churches, we go into 2022, if I can encourage you to do anything, read the word. Walter Hawkins wrote a song. He said, tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases, people are slipping away. Folks without home, living in the streets. But thank you, Lord for what you've done for me. Have you turned on the news lately? Have you turned on your television lately? Folk are leaving here quicker than they're coming. Folk are getting up out of here quicker than they are coming. And folks saying the devil is busy. No, how about God may be rapturing his church and we just don't realize it. Somebody said the rapture ain't gonna look like what we thought it was. God may not take us all at once but he may take us one by one. Are you connected? Are you connected? If he calls your number today, are you connected? I think that's the only thing that God wanted me to say to you this morning is, are you connected? I know folk who I, don't, who I, who I can't call no more. And it becomes real when I got to take my phone and delete their phone number out of my phone. Because I can't reach them by this no more. Because God didn't carry them home. Connect with Jesus. 2022 is coming, they talking about Omicron and all this stuff. I ain't worried about that because I got the blood of Jesus. But I ain't about to be stupid and go out here and play with it. But understand, there's a power in the connection. That's all I got for you this morning. There's a power in the connection. Thank you for your prayers and generous support that grant us the opportunity to do ministry. Now, this connection doesn't have to end here. Visit our website, engage with our social platforms, comment, review, screenshot, and share your growth with others. And until next time, keep growing.